This week on The Word of the Lord Endures Forever, we continue our adventures in Acts with Peter welcomes Cornelius's delegation, Peter arrives in Caesarea, Gentiles hear the gospel, the Gentiles Pentecost, and Peter's report to the church. Join me, Pastor Will Whedon, for The Word of the Lord Endures Forever, your daily 15-minute verse-by-verse Bible study on demand. Listen at thewordendures.org or your favorite podcast provider. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our help is in the name of the Lord. If you, O Lord, kept a record of sins, O Lord, who could stand? Since we are gathered to hear God's word, call upon him in prayer and praise and receive the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ in the fellowship of this altar. Let us first consider our unworthiness and confess before God and one another that we have sinned in thought, word, and deed, and that we cannot free ourselves from our sinful condition. Together as his people, let us take refuge in the infinite mercy of God, our Heavenly Father, seeking his grace for the sake of Christ, and saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. Almighty God, have mercy upon us, forgive us our sins, and lead us to everlasting life. Amen. Almighty God, in his mercy, has given his Son to die for you, and for his sake forgives you all your sins. As a called and ordained servant of Christ and by his authority, I therefore forgive you all your sins in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us pray to the Lord. 
the gift of divine peace and of pardon with all our heart and with all our mind, let us pray to the Lord. the Holy Christian Church here and scattered throughout the world, and for the proclamation of the gospel and the calling of all to faith, let us pray to the Lord. this nation, for our cities and communities, and for the common welfare of us all, let us pray to the Lord. seasonable weather and for the fruitfulness of the earth, let us pray to the Lord. For those whose work is difficult and dangerous, and for all who travel, let us pray to the Lord. For all those in need, for the hungry and homeless, for the widowed and orphaned, and for all those in prison, let us pray to the Lord. Lord have mercy. For the sick and dying, and for all those who care for them, let us pray to the Lord. For these and for all our needs of body and soul, let us pray to the Lord. Lord have mercy, the Lord be with you. Let us pray. Blessed Lord, since you have caused all holy scriptures to be written for our learning, grant that we may so hear them, read, mark, learn, and inwardly digest them, that we may embrace and ever hold fast the blessed hope of everlasting life through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever.
A reading from Isaiah, chapter 55. For as the rain and the snow come down from heaven, and do not return there, but water the earth, making it bring forth and sprout, giving seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goes out from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that which I purpose and shall succeed in the thing for which I sent it. For you shall go out in joy and be led forth in peace. The mountains and the hills before you shall break forth into singing, and all the trees of the field shall clap their hands. Instead of the thorn shall come up the cypress. Instead of the briar shall come up the myrtle. And it shall make a name for the Lord an everlasting sign that shall not be cut off. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the 13th chapter. That same day Jesus went out of the house and sat by the seaside. And a great crowd came and followed after him, so that he got into a boat and sat down. And the whole crowd stood on the beach. And he told them many things in parables, saying, A sower went out to sow, and as he sowed, some seeds fell along the path and the birds came and devoured them. Other seeds fell on rocky ground, where they did not have much soil, and immediately they sprang up, since they had no depth of soil. But when the sun rose, they were scorched, and since they had no root, they withered away. Other seeds fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked them. Other seeds fell on good soil and produced grain, some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. He who has ears, let him hear. Hear then the parable of the sower. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what has been sown in his heart. This is what was sown along the path. As for what was sown on rocky ground, this is the one who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy. Yet he has no root in himself, but endures for a while. And when tribulation or persecution arises on account of the word, immediately he falls away. As for what was sown among thorns, this is the one who hears the word, but the cares of the world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word, 
and it proves unfruitful. As for what was sown on good soil, this is the one who hears the word and understands it. He indeed bears fruit and yields in one case a hundredfold, in another sixty, and in another thirty. This is the gospel of the Lord. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Be careful when lectionaries snip things out. Preachers, make sure that you at least read what's covered by the ellipses. The disciples came and said to Jesus, Why do you speak to them in parables? And he answered them, To you it has been given to know the secrets of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it has not been given. For to the one who has, more will be given, and he will have an abundance. But from the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away. This is why I speak to them in parables, because seeing they do not see, and hearing they do not hear, nor do they understand. I don't need to explain the whole parable of the sower again. Jesus already did that. The important thing is, were you listening? Are you ready and willing to lend him your ears and so give him your hearts? Jesus called out, he who has ears, let him hear. The disciples did have ears to hear, and to them it was given to know the secrets of the kingdom of heaven but not to others. Others are just left with a weird story about a foolish farmer who throws his seed out in the ditches and onto the blacktop. All they get is a parable, a dark saying, a riddle. And so these other people see, but they don't see. They can use their eyes, but they don't get it. They hear, but they don't here. They're not deaf, but they don't get the meaning. Why? Because they did not want to. They did not want to hear what Jesus had to say. The disciples were different. By listening to Jesus, by wanting to learn from him, they showed themselves to be that good soil, the ones who hear the word and understand it and so bear fruit. They went to learn from Jesus, and Jesus taught them. 
This is what Jesus wants to do for you as well. He doesn't want you left in the dark with riddles. The point of the parable is to show you something more. It's to give you something that you need. Jesus wants to give you new eyes to see, new ears to hear. Because his parables are dark sayings. They are not straightforward statements of fact. They are stories. They are pictures. But in his teaching, Jesus gives you eyes and ears to know the truth in these pictures. To you, it has been given to know the secrets of the kingdom of heaven. The parable is giving you a mystery. In a picture, the parable shows the meaning of the kingdom of heaven. It shows the truth that we cannot know otherwise. It shows us something about God that we could never find out on our own. The parables are riddles, dark sayings, mysteries. That's not something you can solve on your own. You can't just figure it out by your own effort. That is not something that you can just solve and then move on from. But Jesus teaches those who ask him. Jesus reveals the mystery with ears to those with ears to hear. And what he reveals, what he shows you through the pictures of the parable, is reality. He shows you the mystery of your life. He shows you the spiritual truth staring you in the face every day, even though you never realize it. You've grown so used to looking at your life, you don't recognize it for what it is. Jesus' parable gives you new eyes to see how things really are. And so all the stuff that you think is important, all the stuff that you spend your time and your money on, it's all a bunch of weeds. It's thorns, the very image of the curse itself. In the end, all your labor for the cares and pleasures of life, it still only produces thorns and thistles and they crowd out the real life that God's word can give. And then there's your lack of perseverance. It is easy to dry out and burn up. The pressures of this world will show just how shallow your roots may be. Only the word of God can provide that water of life that you need to survive. And really, anything that's taking your attention away from God's word, no matter how small it may seem, that is the very devil of hell. Frankly, the devil doesn't care what you give your attention to, so long as it's not the word of the living God. So see, hear. The parable is not just a sermon illustration. It is truth. It is reality. It is your life. 
In this parable, through these pictures, Jesus shows you why people end up not believing. And he shows you what you need to believe. And he also shows you what he gives. Jesus gives you good seed that can bear good fruit. The final mystery that you are given to know is that the seed is good because the sower is good. God's word is good and powerful because God is good and powerful for you. The Lord Jesus himself is the generous sower. He scatters his word, and he does not care where it lands. He has no target audience. He desires all to be saved. He paid the price for the sins of the world, and anyone with ears willing to hear can receive the seed of that message. And so he sees to it that his word is spread, that his assistant sowers plant the word, and he preserves his word, and he tends your faith, and he gives the growth. He removes your worries, and he forgives your sins. He pours out his life-giving blood onto your parched hearts, and he scares off the demons that torment you. And so to you it has been given to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, he who has ears that want to hear, let him hear. He who believes the Lord's word, let him come and receive the gifts that the Lord wants to give. For the sower is good, and his seed, his word, his mercy endure forever. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. amen. Let us pray to the Lord on behalf of his church, all the people of God, our nation, the cause of peace, and the needs of others. O Lord, you hate nothing you have made, and you will that all would be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. Bring us and all people to repentance, that we may know the hope of eternal life now and be delivered to everlasting life with all those whose names are written in the book of life. Lord, in your mercy. O oh Lord, the harvest is indeed great and the laborers are few. Bless those considering and those now training to serve in your church as pastors, deaconesses, teachers, and in many other callings that they would find encouragement to take up the call to serve your people with the saving gospel. Lord, in your mercy. Keep us, O Lord, from growing weary of doing good, and give us loving hearts to show kindness to all people. Watch over those who suffer any need, especially the poor, unemployed, and homeless. Grant your mercy to them and to all the households of your people that we may be steadfast of heart and kept safe in every trial. Lord, in your mercy. Amen. O Lord, grant a spirit of servanthood to those who govern in our nation. Bring to an end all terror and violence, 
and guide us to work toward the common good for the sake of the most vulnerable. Lord, in your mercy. Sustain the sick and suffering, the grieving and dying with your word of peace and your healing grace. Give them patience in their afflictions and faith in your sufficient grace that they may be kept through the day of trouble and brought with us at last to everlasting life. Lord, in your mercy. Grant to us all things needful, O Lord. Keep us from all things harmful and hear the cries of your people for the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly good, right, and salutary that we should at all times and in all places give thanks to you, O Lord, Holy Father, almighty and everlasting God, for the countless blessings you so freely bestow on us and all creation. 
Above all, we give thanks for your boundless love shown to us when, your son, when you sent your only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, into our flesh and laid on him our sin, giving him into death that we might not die eternally. Because he is now risen from the dead and lives and reigns to all eternity, all who believe in him will overcome sin and death and will rise again to new life. Therefore, with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify your glorious name, evermore praising you and saying, Blessed are you, O Lord, our God, King of all creation, for you have had mercy on us and given your only begotten Son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. In your righteous judgment, you condemned the sin of Adam and Eve who ate the forbidden fruit, and you justly barred them and all their children from the tree of life. Yet, in your great mercy, you promised salvation by a second Adam, your Son, Jesus Christ our Lord, and made his cross a life-giving tree for all who trust in him. We give you thanks for the redemption you have prepared for us through Jesus Christ. Grant us your Holy Spirit that we may faithfully eat and drink of the fruits of his cross and receive the blessings of forgiveness, life, and salvation that come to us in his body and blood. Hear us as we pray in his name and as he has taught us. Our, Our Father, Our Lord Jesus Christ, on the night when he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he gave it to them. He broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat. This is my body, which is given for you. This do in remembrance of me. In the same way also he took the cup after supper. And when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink of it, all of you. This cup is the New Testament in my blood, 
which is shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. The peace of the Lord be with you always.
body and the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ strengthen you in body and soul unto life everlasting. Depart in peace. Amen. Let us pray. We give thanks to you, Almighty God, that you have refreshed us through this salutary gift, and we implore you that of your mercy you would strengthen us through the same in faith toward you and in fervent love toward one another. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen.